You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate <laughs> British pop culture for America. And America pop culture for Britain. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Hi, babes. Hello. Oh, oh. Well, the Santorana winds are here. <laughs> Tell you what, my dry, dry lips. So Friday night, we walked to go watch Dragway, Drag Waste at a local bar. Don't know why I'm speaking like that. It's the winds. It's the Santa Ana winds. And there was debris everywhere. I think bits of palm trees had fallen down. Yeah. If it were more tropical here, a coconut could have like cracked in one of our heads. <laughs> it was it was really gusty a go-go. Yeah. Ben and I had a full, very sincere conversation about why our lips were so dry. And we realized it was because of the Santa Anas. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you said, my lips are really dry. I was like, oh, yeah, me too. And I said, I've might have been dry since yesterday. And you're like, yeah, me too. And then we remembered Santa Anna wins. Yeah. They just blew right in. This is a terrible reference because I hate this film. But if mm-hmm. you ever, if people do want to know what the Santa Anna wins are, watch The Holiday and watch the segment with Kate Winslet and Jack Black where they explain Santa Anna wins. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Perfect time of year for it. Um, how are you, babes? What's your goss? Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it? Just... <laughs> I've got something else for you. Okay. On Friday, we're talking to one of our friends at the bar we went to, and we both agreed, you know what, January, oh, I've been feeling, it's quite hard work, been feeling quite down this week, yeah, it's been a bit of a slog, and then we both realised that we have seasonal affective disorder. Oh my god. And that's because right now, it's not hot here. (laughs) It's not necessarily cold, it's still (laughs) sunny, it's just not hot. Okay, I was I was ready to be so annoyed because I thought you were going to say something about mm-hmm. Mercury and retrograde. And I still don't know if people say Mercury is in retrograde, Mercury is, isn't in retrograde. I don't know what Mercury is. I don't know what retrograde is. And I'll never, ever learn it. One of my friends yesterday, I, I, I slept 10 hours last night. And <laughs> so did I. Mercury's in retrograde. Mercury's retrograde. Mercury's um, retrograde. Saturn's Santa Anna return. wins. Saturn's, Saturn's, Saturn's return. Saturn's return. Santa Anna wins. And my friend Aaliyah <laughs> in Montreal, shout out to her, aka Vanilla Musk or V Musk. And she said, oh, did you have any dreams last night? Because it's a real, in terms of horoscopes, it's a real night for dreams. <laughs> Jesus. Nothing, absolutely nothing just, from last just night. White, it's like white noise playing yeah. in your head for ten hours. Lovely. <laughs> Should we do some feedback? Let's do it. <laughs> Talking about dreams, <laughs> really plumbing the depth of this one. If anyone wants to get in touch with us, as ever, give us a shout on our Instagram. You're welcome. America. Yes. <laughs> Our Twitter, you're welcome, USA. You can rate, please rate and review Snapple Podcast. Yeah. And what's the email? Uh, you're welcome, America Podcast at gmail.com. And that's the letters you are, not Y O U. Ah. I know this is a boring thing to say just in our quick updates, but still not drunk this month. I'm still doing dry <sighs> January. I'm glad I have the power to edit this podcast. Okay. So Prosecco Pundit has sent us a reel on Instagram and it is of the most phenomenal looking Bloody Mary type situation. (laughs) I'm just trying to pause it. Okay, so I'm going to describe it. There is a 
roast chicken in it. <laughs> a full roast chicken. A full roast chicken that's got some sort of sauce on it. Could be teriyaki. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> it's like a, a drizzling barbecue. It's got a Ugh. giant sparkler shoved in it. There's bacon. There are various vegetables. I think those look like cauliflower, carrots. There's celery. Good. There should be some celery. And it is massive. Oh, and then they've done a gorgeous... With whatever that teriyaki or barbecue drizzle is, you've done a little design underneath on the on the the saucer it's been placed on. It's so disgusting. It almost there's something about it that feels disrespectful to the chicken. Uh, mm. <laughs> but I will say I I love that Prosecco pundit originally kind of put him and his uh, his partner forward as a uh, Canadian correspondents. But I like to think they're specifically our bloody Mary correspondents. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> also noted in that video, giant flat screen TV just blaring in the background. And that's something we're going to talk about later. <laughs> just the, the adoration of flat screen TVs in every corner of a, an eatery in the States. <laughs> so we love a bit of historical feedback. Mm. <laughs> and that's really just feedback on old episodes, not feedback oh, okay. on historical events. Cool, 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 cool. So Wesley on Instagram, he commented on our X Factor episode. Oh, lovely. And first of all, he said this episode cracked me up. Long live headlines. And then open brackets, friendship never ends, close brackets. Yep. And he says for big band week, he's going to put trombones in and do I'm out of love. Drama voice for sure. Mm, that sounds good. I'm out of love. That's a really good idea. Speaking how, of how, how it starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Laura York likes that song. <laughs> Laura York bought Anastasia's album. That's what it was. Um, I know <laughs> that's just the way it goes, and you ain't right. <laughs> For sure. I'm just going to sing the whole of that song. <laughs> Talking of trombones and brass instruments, although this is obviously woodwind, as we full well know, you and I, Fleur East's song, Sax. Crystal in London loves the fact that sax is a song that features trumpets, but no saxophones. Yeah. And then this week, I discovered an Australian DJ called Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> okay. And now we've just decided that Timmy Trumpet, Timmy Trumpet, just abhors all brass instruments, <laughs> but it's called Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> We got some feedback in our DMs, and I'm actually going to protect the not so innocent and uh, bleep out their names. So okay. this is some feedback from. Oh. <laughs> this is some feedback about the Jerry episode. Okay, not being sexist or ages, but if Jerry is 25 in that documentary, then I'm the Queen of England. Wow! 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 One thing we kept coming back to in the documentary, the Jerry documentary, in the last episode we did for our 2022 year opener. Um, <laughs> Was the fact that she looks phenomenal throughout, like just the most, just gorgeous yeah, we, in we, every scene. We couldn't stop talking about her beauty, but I guess that doesn't agree. Yeah. Wow. wow. What a hater. Should we do it? Should crack on with it. <laughs> I love the term crack on. <laughs> Um, and I don't know if you can hear, oh God, just the hustle and bustle. Uh, it's a slightly unusual episode for us. We've actually taken ourselves out of the studio. Yeah. And we're currently in a, just in an airport. It doesn't matter which one. Don't worry about the airport code. Mm-hmm. And we're actually... Uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to hit to WH Smith. I'll be back in a sec. I'm just going to get some bits. Well, now you've given away what country we're in. Oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, Ben's actually going to be up with our first topic. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to hop on a plane to get there. Because mm-hmm. Ben, tell us where we're going. We are going to 
Islands, find burgers and drinks. Oh, they're calling our flight. <laughs> well, we just we just thought we've got to deal with this weather with, <laughs> between the winds and the dry lips. We need some heat. We need to go to Islands, which is a a, a, a sort of local. 50 restaurant based restaurant chain in America. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> but they were just, you know, you can't franchise it. You can't, so don't even try. Well, I mean, I, I judging by our experience, maybe uh, different managers would help the experience, but tell us tell us about Islands. Now oh. that we're here, I can hear the music. So, Islands was opened in 1982 by Bye. Tony DeGrazier. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know what? In the 60s, he stepped off the beaches of Oahu after a day of surfing with his Navy buddies. And he did what came naturally to him. He went searching for a juicy burger, a hot basket of fries and a cold drink. And 20 years later, in 1982, he made it come to fruition mm. with Islands. The burger restaurant, not in Hawaii. Right. That was really going to be my main question yeah. is, this restaurant is called Islands. It's not called Hawaii Burger or Hawaiian Burger or, you know, Luau Burger or whatever kind of appropriation this this gentleman was going to do. <laughs> Just Islands. I, Wait, what island are we on? <laughs> what, what island are we at? Well, he, it was it was all Hawaii based, <laughs> quite okay. clearly. Mm. Uh, come on, we had like... I ordered the Hawaii, the Hawaii, Hawaiian, Hawaiian burger. I know. I'm just saying there was a, there was just, it felt like a, a real mishmash of island. Oh, totally. <laughs> I also really liked that the person who wrote this on the website, it was that sense of place and satisfaction he was trying to recreate when he took a little chunk of the islands and plopped it down right in the mainland of Southern California. Mm. Plopped. So. <laughs> well, to get there, we've taken a plane. Yeah. But we, I think some music just to get us in the mood as well. So actually, when we were traveling to the islands, we did put on <laughs> Fraser's Back to the Islands playlist. Because legitimately, you can author that, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. It, <laughs> just, just be known, everyone, that my Back to the Islands playlist celebrates and really does hold a mirror up to a real generation of uh, white women uh, performing, uh, appropriating kind of general island sounds mm-hmm. yeah and my dad's black so it's okay and he's from it. the islands okay everyone calm down we had like what what about us by the saturdays we did oh why are we uh, yeah, are waiting we so long yeah. i'm suffocating we had the very questionable yet completely we decided acceptable the hookup by britney spears yeah my body is chicken don't stop just get get on the floor don't let me stop without you <laughs> Which we then fell down a very strange rabbit hole of... <laughs> Did ben we? and I have got into a strange habit recently of performing different songs that we hear as if we're performing on the search for Nancy on <laughs> with Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I do believe we did... Start without you in the style of Nancy. <laughs> Don't make me start without you. Oh, here, here we go. go. <laughs> We just like the idea. Uh, ever, ever since you brought us, brought to our attention that on that show, what, what was that show called? Ego. That was the search for no. Oh, that, that was over the rainbow. Over I think, the where rainbow. She did and, and ego yeah. by the Saturdays. We used to go, go together. together. <laughs> so now we like the idea of people auditioning for Nancy, but in a Nancy voice. So we got to the islands. We did Do via you know where. Well, do you know what's curious about the <laughs> islands? Turns out the branch that we went to, the island that we managed to get, I was going to say on board. No, that's not the right word. Get on shore. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for leaning in your heritage for that. <laughs> it was um, 
part of a parking structure, aka a multi-story car park. Yeah, the island of Glendale. Yeah, the island of Glendale. <laughs> Didn't have to worry about where to, to park our boat because it was right, just took it right in. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you what, you don't, you know you've gone to a good restaurant in America where you park in the multi-story car park and there is an entrance to the restaurant inside the multi-story car park. But not people. only that, a themed entrance. A themed entrance. entrance. <laughs> It's, it was like we were in a theme park. I felt very well looked after yeah. by the decor. We'll yes. get to the rest of the experience soon. Particularly because when you get to the door, there was a little like peephole, like a, <laughs> you know, like a, what's it like called? A telescope. A telescope. <laughs> so you could, someone on the other side could look through at you like they're looking through a telescope. Love that touch. I knew we were in trouble when there was a surfboard propped up outside with kind of deals written on it and it said something about sports madness. And I was like, ooh, uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. So we get inside. The islands are popular this time of year. We couldn't get our own sort of area on the beach. No. So we were more on the beach bar, weren't we? <laughs> we were. High table at the beach bar. We had, we had a high top at the beach bar. Lovely. Yeah. So it, it was, yeah, it was kind of, the whole restaurant itself was very heavily themed. Lots of foliage, parrots. The music was very specific. But then also in the middle was literally a beach bar replica with a roof and, you know, railings and everything. And that's where we sat and had summer food mm-hmm. it and seems drinks. it seems like you know how back in the day with rainforest cafe and everything yeah. like people went to town with the theming and then or like with planet hollywood but then recent years they've pulled back yeah islands haven't no islands is really full throttle <laughs> double down <laughs> we had some sort of parrots hanging up which i said reminded me of egyptian grandma because yeah. beside her indoor swimming pool <laughs> she had fake parrots yeah. and fake flamingos and fake plants and astroturf and as you pointed out where in the 80s and 90s in Scotland would you buy those items? Not not a clue. Pre-internet? Yeah, she feels very bespoke. I yeah. feel like your grandma got them like shipped in from somewhere on a literal ship, like a steamboat. Oh yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> she was part of the Navy at one point. <laughs> Much like founder of islands, fine burgers and drinks. So, speaking of, we get a menu. Fine burgers and drinks. you got to get a burger. Yeah. But you know what? We had a little something to start with, didn't we? What did we have? Did we have the island nachos? We did have the island nachos to start with. I mean, there was quite a lot of problems with getting our food on time. But, you know, we're not a fast food review uh, podcast. So, you know, that's just that was just part of the atmosphere. And as we said, island time, our island nachos really arrived on island time. (laughs) We were there for quite some time. Pretty remarkable for like a a fast food chain in the States to have this kind of service. It's very... It was very not American. Yeah, it felt it felt like we were at Frankie and Benny's and like a few people hadn't turned up to their shift. It, I felt I felt the yeah. inner workings of the kitchen and I didn't like that. And they hadn't had like a, a lorry delivery of, of lasagnas. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. I didn't like I did not feel relaxed on the islands. I felt like I was working on the islands. It was very so, stressful. It was very opposite to our experience at Dave and Buster's where yes. they apologized for something taking two minutes and then yes. whatever. <laughs> okay, so I ordered well, we ordered island nachos to share. That's just nachos essentially yeah there was there was not one element that made them island no apart from where we were on the Um, island what did you order for your main i had just an impossible burger uh so just a vegetarian burger fake meat and fries Mm -hmm. what did you order oh no so say the name of it and then read the menu description let me just find it so it's making (laughs) you say you were about to say the t-word is making like sick rise in my throat a little bit but go on so i was like okay i'm gonna have a burger as well i'm gonna have the hawaiian burger because we're on the islands. When in the islands. When the islands. Eat as the islanders do. Okay, I'm going to lead up to the 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 ingredient that really troubled us. Oh. Fresh pineapple. Sure. 
well, lettuce. I mean, we're in the islands. The yeah. pineapples can be fresh. Totally. So it's the lettuce. Lettuce, tomato, onion, Swiss and mayo, teriyaki sauce. Oh. <laughs> what? Why did I order that? I'm not sure. I have a real, I have a real history with teriyaki chicken, and um, oh, yeah. and I really, I didn't tell you this trauma when we were on the island because I was trying to just keep it chill and island like. Mm-hmm. But I just, I went through this phase of eating Subway sandwiches Ooh. when Subway first became a thing. Yeah, and I always got teriyaki chicken. I actually got it in America for the first time when I came here when I was 18. Okay, me and my friend would share a footlong sub because we were poor and traveling. And we always got chicken teriyaki. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I love it. I love it. And now just this, even the whiff of a teriyaki sauce just makes my whole stomach churn. Well, you know, we'll get to the experience of me actually eating it when it (laughs) arrives at the table. We're going to need some drinks. I'm, as I've said, I'm doing dry January. So I... Get off the island. I just had a a Coke. Although I'm really annoyed they did have cherry Coke and I didn't do it. Silly. What did you... Oh, and it came in like a giant... Imagine like a pirate ship had um, sunk near the island and they'd retrieved all the, the goblets. Tankards. Tankards. There you go. That's what <laughs> it came in. What did you order? I had a frosé and it turns out that I thought frosé was literally just frozen rosé, but my frosé was frozen rosé, vodka, a mango and a strawberry syrup. I was yeah. like, it's quite a lot. And I will say that frosé really did a number on me. And you were- I felt physically sick during the most of our time on the island you were you did your thing of being like having a couple of steps and being like this i could have you, you, you i swear you said something like, i could have like 50 of these it wouldn't have any effect in me no i did not say that i what said this have? is what one of those saying? i said this is one of those cocktails that i like i'm gonna have to have something different because there's nothing in it but it all that vodka and frozen rose really caught up with me by the time the island nachos had left the table oh. meanwhile there were some fellow islanders there weren't there Oh, there's a lot of strange people on this yeah. island. <laughs> well, look, okay. Well, f- oh, I haven't even properly got into it, but from where I was sitting, I could see seven different flat screen TVs. Seven <laughs> sports, not island sports. Very. What was it again? Something 49ers. And it the... was, for some reason, I looked at the symbols on the screen and I was able to tell you it was the San Francisco 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers. Who knows? I could not, for the life of me, tell you why that information is in my head and why I was able to recognize the Green Bay Packers logo from a TV screen. I don't like football. I don't even know teams in the UK. How do I know that? I even knew that Aaron Rodgers played for the Green Bay Packers. Remember, I was like, oh, look, there's Aaron Rodgers. How no. do I know who he is? I, something happened when we were traveling. Well, he's with Shailene Woodley. I think that's why I know who, she, who he oh, is. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> so I blame um, Shailene. And also, it was very cold, the game, wasn't it? It was so miserable. <laughs> Everyone looked, it was like snowing. Everyone's yeah. wearing hats, really struggling to keep warm. Yeah. We saw a woman wearing a beret. Oh, inexplicably, yes. bold choice for the islands. But, <laughs> you know, she obviously doesn't feel the heat. Yeah. And now I got to witness one of my favorite things, which I love. You know, I love watching YouTube videos of people doing this. Well, well, here we shall say that our drinks arrived fine. The, na- the island nachos took <laughs> a very, very very long time and that seemed to be everyone's experience of the islands because what did you see <laughs> so yeah i saw my favorite thing of all time which was a woman complaining about service mm-hmm. a white woman complaining about service <laughs> truly nothing makes my like my heart tense with fear but also excitement than a white woman screaming in public about something and she got right up into the manager's face i couldn't quite hear her over the the sounds of the you know, the Green Bay Packers and the the island music. But yeah. I know that she was not happy no. screaming at him. There was all kinds of people waiting for their food. People were very, very mad. Yeah. But our burgers did eventually arrive. They did, well, they came at the same time as the... 
the nachos. Oh but god! Can America, you see? I'm like, can you see how like sick I feel even talking about this food? America, America does not seem to understand spacing out of of courses. No, it's not a thing. Like yesterday, I went for lunch with two of my friends from the UK were visiting, and exact same thing happened. Everything just came at once. We're like, <laughs> no, we're oh, no. That's what happened. The, the starters came, and we're still halfway through eating them, and then the mains came. We're like, no, we're not ready. Right. Neither is there <laughs> any space for this. But anyway, yeah. I digress. The, the nachos came fine. The burgers came <laughs> not so fine. So my teriyaki sauce, I thought it was going to be like a, like a fun little drizzle. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was it was holding everything together together in that, that burger. Like yeah. every inch of it had been pasted with teriyaki. Yeah, it was very much the kind of the grouting of your burger, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> One bite, that was it. Grouted with the teriyaki, yeah. I, I The froze and something hit me and I just... I, I yeah I honestly do you remember I was telling you I was like I'm actually gonna throw up if we don't leave here like immediately yeah. and I need people to know I love this kind of food this is not some kind of like oh my goodness a burger but something happened to me on the islands and I was I don't know if it was the jet lag I don't know if it's that thing of you know when you go to some islands you can't drink the water yeah I think it was I think it was the ice came, the, the ice and the froze maybe yeah. but something happened to me I felt like I needed my like my diarrhea pills I should have taken some of my air. Uh, my special travel pills, you know? I was I was so disappointed because <laughs> I was so excited about having, like, a Coke and a burger. Yeah. You know? But instead, I ended up just having to eat, like, some nachos and some fries. <laughs> oh, I noticed, by the way, I was looking at the Yelp reviews of this specific restaurant, of this specific branch, branch of the islands. Uh, they used to do bottomless fries. Oh. Oh. A lot of people were very upset at the lack of bottomless fries. Oh, God, how could I... Honestly, if someone had put, like, one extra fry into my mouth last night, I literally would have vomited they weren't all great. over the island. They weren't even great fries. No. They were very dry, <laughs> very dry island fries. There was a very handsome man that worked there, though. Yes. Your island lover. Mm-hmm. He was there. <laughs> his green t-shirt was pretty buff. He's been He's been working at the island gym. I did like that one of the servers was wearing like a puka shell necklace and I, I thought it was uniform and then I looked around and no one else was wearing it. And I, I either love that it was full commitment from this like teenager who <laughs> clearly does not care about working in islands or it's just a great coincidence that puka shell necklaces are back in fashion. Yeah. I really love that. We have a, a great video that I will put on our Instagram. That just what? It's just you looking like you're dying in the island. It shows my teriyaki <laughs> burger and then I zoom in on the... the the thingy packers and the whatever's <laughs> playing and it's just snow everywhere. I, I Do I look very clammy in that video? I was very clammy. Yeah, real Peaky. island vibes. <laughs> it definitely felt like a chain that you would get at, um, at an airport. Yes. Do you not think? It would have been fun at an airport, but not in not not for dinner on a Saturday night in uh, Glendale. I think if we just... Wait, you had a second drink as well, didn't you? You had a margarita. Oh, but I, I had one sip of that margarita and by that point, the the whatever the island fever had hit me and I was I was done. You were gone. <laughs> there was also some great music playing. I noticed when I went to the bathroom. Yeah, seemed like almost like library music, like like music that had been made up just for islands. But it, no, but it sounded like a white male country singer singing about the islands. And I was right. like, oh, that kind of all fits together. It was like, <laughs> going down to the sand and I with the band and a pick a shell, I ring my bell. It's 
very like that. Well, I, I proposed to the CEO of Islands that they used my Back to the Islands playlist. I mean, there's only about eight songs on it, so it's going to get real tough for people to hear that over and over again. Well, but... I did notice your, we're having a few issues with your Back to the Islands playlist, probably copyright reasons. Um, it's going to be My Way by Precious, We Can No Longer Play. Yep. Natural by S Club 7, Live It Up by Talisa. <laughs> Justice for Live It Up by Talisa. Oh, great island track, one of our favorites. <laughs> I just I just thought about doing Natural by S Club 7 But for the Nancy show A baby loving you Comes easily to me It's all about The chemistry bill <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think how I can do Live It Up We can pop more champagne this year And then we gonna last year <laughs> So that was our trip to Islands. Mm. Uh, never, never, never again. Yeah. Guys, Although don't the, go to the islands. Don't go to the islands. Although we did appreciate that one was directly across from Dick Sporting Goods. Because <laughs> yes. that's originally how we found it, yeah. isn't it? We went to a giant Dick Sporting Goods housed in a brick building from another era. <laughs> and uh, Glendale's you, a real strange place. It really is. <laughs> but I tell you what, the stuff I've bought from there, it's been great. So we need to work out what is the UK equivalent of islands. Mm. So was thinking brash uk chain restaurants that really prey heavily on a culture are we gonna do like a chiquitos i was wondering <laughs> but then i thought no i think america's relationship mainland america's relationship with hawaii because i still can't get over that hawaii is one of the states it's madness it should not be it's like a county of the uk being like poland it's like Gibraltar. <laughs> it's like Gibraltar. It's like, it should, that should not be part of the UK. <laughs> so I was thinking, America's relationship to Hawaii is very similar to the UK's relationship with Spain. Right. <laughs> and I was thinking, what kind of, is there like a Spanish chain restaurant? I couldn't think of Latasca? one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of Latasca. You never thought of Latasca? Because I found a place called Tapas Revolution. <laughs> That has um, the whole revolution. Well, I mean, it also has branches in Sheffield, Bath, Westfield, Stratford City, Lakeside. Is that part of the vodka revolution chain? <laughs> they have tapas revolution, vodka revolution. Just they're they're <laughs> revolutionizing everything. Wait a minute, you're right, Latasca. I knew there was one. Latasca branches. They do a lovely potato dish at Latasca. Whatever that like tapas potato is. What is it called? Potatas bravas. <laughs> I feel like Latasca was somewhere I would end up going in my kind of very early 20s, like post-university, where we all were a bit like, oh, we'll just go to Latasca. Oh my God, have, have they shuttered their doors? Uh, Borley Borlison's still in business and Latasca has shuttered their doors. No, I don't fine. believe this. We're fine. We have, oh, we have 19 Latasca locations left, apparently, including Latasca Leeds, Latasca Milton Keynes, Latasca Chelmsford, Latasca Glasgow. Now, I didn't mean to shoehorn Borley Borlison into this conversation, but can I read you a one-star review of Borley Borlison that I found? Please. <clears throat> this is on TripAdvisor, a great place to read reviews if anyone outside of the UK wants to see some fun British people talking. <clears throat> September 2019, so real, you know, pre-pandemic, so should have been at its height. I've never felt strongly enough about something to write a TripAdvisor review, but if they did give the option of zero out of five stars, this would get it. What an absolute shithole. 
It took me an hour to realize I hadn't accidentally ended up in a dive club in Aya Napa. <laughs> Great reference to Aya Napa. The place smells vile. They stop serving drinks 45 minutes before you're due to leave. And you can't move for the sticky floor slash people taking photos of themselves. Uh, you turn up for the bottomless brunch, eager for the prospect of unlimited pizza, Prosecco and cocktails, only to be greeted by dirty glasses, a pizza buffet shared by 400 people you've never met, and Carl's unwashed hands all over a slice of ham and mushroom. <laughs> Who's Carl? <laughs> Um, and then basically it says, uh, on Instagram, it looks like the place to be. In reality, it's like shitting in your hands and clapping. <laughs> That's a very specific <laughs> phrase that that person has got. In used. conclusion, absolute shithole. It stinks and, pe- and pizza isn't best shared with 400 people you've never met. Oh, no, the shit in your hands. Careful. The shit in your hands. Be careful. Oh, Wally Bullis had replied to them. Oh, great. Oh, no, I'm not reading this. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's no, hear no, it. it's just it's just funny hearing them try to justify. Like it's like, thanks for your feedback. Um, our brunch sessions are bottomless for ninety minutes. We've done our best to make sure this is really clear before customers make a purchase. Oh, I see what we're doing. We're turning it around on the person that wrote in, saying they didn't read clearly enough. Mm-hmm. Classic bully. Wow, 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 wow. So I think we've got it. I think you've nailed it. <laughs> okay. I think with your patatas bravas and your tapas a go-go, I think the UK equivalent of islands, bars, and restaurants is Watasca. You're welcome. You're welcome. I was going to force you to say it in the accent if you didn't. And we are back. Oh, God, we're back from the islands. Do you know what? Hot so- jet lag. It was it was nice to have some winter sun. I know yeah. it didn't work out, the all-inclusive deal we did in the islands, but some winter sun. I can't go to bed, though, the jet lag, the time difference. Because the thing is, I'm still on island time, which is actually five hours back, yeah. but six hours ahead. So I'm just going to stay awake until nine. You know, it's just, for, for me, it's like two o'clock. For me, it's like two o'clock. It's two o'clock for me. Well, look, do you know what? Do you know what? I know it makes sense in the islands to wear floral shirts, but I think it's going to be my thing now, so I'm just going to do it. Right. So we have done our US topic, and now it's time for our UK topic. Babes, what have you got for us? Well, while we were at dinner last night, I played an elaborate guessing game with you uh, because um when i when i was on a hike in griffith park on saturday with our friend jamie we saw nick grimshaw bbc radio one dj nick grimshaw and that prompted you and i to think about just this little topic for today which is the bbc radio one live lounge wouldn't i believe your eyes 10 million fireflies does it still exist the bbc radio one live lounge i think so I think so, yes. Yes, it does. So uh, just for anyone who's not British, Radio 1 is, BBC Radio 1 is the one of the biggest radio stations in the UK and it has weirdly more kind of, thro- more like, what's the word I'm trying to say? Has more like kind of cachet than any other radio station seems to have in other countries. Do you know what I mean? It's very strange. Radio 1 has a lot of power. It's, uh, yeah, and it's, it's youth-centred. Yeah. Up to maybe like the age of what, t- late 20s? Yeah. And uh, the Live Lounge is a segment on BBC Radio 1. I'll just read the very boring description. Uh, The Live Lounge is a segment on the British radio station BBC Radio 1 and BBC Radio 1 Extra. Originally hosted by Simon Mayo, don't like Mayo, uh, and Joe Wiley. Um, And then it's hosted by Fern Cotton from 2009 to 15. We're going to be discussing a lot of that here (laughs) at this point. Um, Yeah, so it's basically... Who does it now? uh, Ricky Hayward Williams and Melvin Adoom and Charlie Hedges. Oh, Ricky and Melvin. Okay. And Charlie. So... This is this is the way that they describe it, and then I'm going to actually give you the real way that it works. It exhibits well-known artists performing one song of their own, and 
one by another artist in an acoustic format. Songs chosen as cover versions are often a completely different genre to that which the artist usually performs and offer a new perspective on the original. So on the surface, what's happening is, you know, your favorite musical artists are going to come in and just do, you know, a, a cover of a song they're not normally associated with. The truth fucking is, okay, what it really is, is a load of boring old male-fronted bands and male artists coming in and going, guys, what, about, what if, like, our really legitimate great band covered, like, some piece of shit? Like, like a Britney Spears song? <laughs> and then a load of straight people buy the fucking Live Lounge albums and sit there and listen to, like, a, a blinky blinky dinky donkey version of, like, Toxic. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm such, like, a foodie as well as, like, really into, like, music. We all like food and music, okay, sir? Wow. Ooh. Am I right or am I wrong about the Live Lounge? You know it. That is what it's, that is primarily what it's used for. That's not what we're going to be discussing no. today. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if people have come here to, I wrote down some, some artist names that I was going to dismiss at the beginning here and I had to literally write them down. If you came here to talk about the Zootons, <laughs> Kasabian, <laughs> Vampire Weekend. Oh, I quite like Vampire oh, Weekend. Yeah, zip, zip. We're not going to be discussing them okay. today. Okay. We don't need to hear Kasabian's cover of Genie in a Bottle, okay? Not interested. I'm going to start with <laughs> just do some general uh, artists that we love and are very important to this podcast. Okay. And we'll talk about the songs they did in the live lounge. So, obviously, the first person that comes to my head is a little musical artist we know and love. She's called Cheryl. Wouldn't I believe your eyes? Ten million fireflies. <laughs> do you remember what she covered when she went into the live lounge? I do, because we talked about it the other day, and that is Fireflies. <laughs> By Owl City. Owl City. <laughs> A song I've never heard before in my life. Really? A ten million butterflies. No, you, are you joking? Uh, that song never... That Owl City song never hit my radar. That song was everywhere. You know how I have like a weird selective deafness. I just, I, it, it didn't hit me. I, Good Time featuring Carly Rae Jepsen by Owl City. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> now that song got to me. Now that, the, the Cheryl Cole cover of Owl City was phenomenal because it was real classic Cheryl's like, just singing it very slowly. I'm assuming you're going to play a clip, but sing it very slowly with her hand in one ear, just like, breathing deeply and just being like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get yeah. through it she white knuckled <sighs> her way through yeah <laughs> through fireflies <laughs> so then just i'd say kind of the the big three for us mm-hmm. uh we'll just discuss what they did on the live lounge so girls aloud oh they came on as a group and what they year, what year was it girls aloud have actually done it four times so 2006 7 8 and 12 so in 2006 they did rehab by emmy winehouse doesn't feel like it's that's the diametric opposite to their kind of uh, their kind of music musical artist. They did with every heartbeat by Robin. Uh, in 2012, they did Beneath You Beautiful by Labyrinth. And then, most importantly, I urge everyone to watch the very grainy quality video of them doing "Apologize," that song by One Republic. It Too was late to, to apologize. apologize. Mainly because it's very very funny at the beginning. It opens. At, Nadine's not there. So we just just know that from the start. Nadine she, is not there. New York. She's stuck in New York in that shopping trip. <laughs> I couldn't get on the Concord. <laughs> I went for a few days to do some shopping and I got stuck with the bags. But it's it's well worth watching because at the beginning, uh, Kimberly does the first like lines of it. And she's uh, also worth noting all of them holding pieces of paper with the lyrics to the song on it. Yeah. Right up to their faces. And she does the first bit. And then they, they go to cut away for her and she literally goes like... 
<laughs> she goes like, Whoa. I think she looks at like, I think she looks at Cheryl and she literally goes, like shakes her head. She's like, that wasn't, it's like, that wasn't my best. Um, so that's their, their oeuvre. Then the Sugar Babes, they, they did it in 2006, 7, 8 and 9. So they did one every year for that little run. Lovely. They did a Florence the Machine cover, which I don't know, called Rabbit Heart. They did a song by Keen called Spiraling. No, oh yeah. Thank you. Um, hey There, Delilah by Plain White Tees. And then more importantly than anything, in 2006, they covered a song that you and I you and I discussed this very strange band in this moment uh, not so long ago. It was Living for the Weekend by Hard Fire. Because that was used at the beginning of all TV show every things. TV, every like TV show trailer, every ad. Yeah. Did it, did it, did it. You know I love ya. You know <laughs> I want ya. Come on and ya. <laughs> and then finally, our our big three, as we all the people we discussed, the Sats. Those gals have been in there five different times. Really? Yeah, five times. Fucking hell. Yeah. There's um. There's, there's a couple. I they did a Drake cover. Hold on, we're going home. That was okay. in 2013. Just hold on. Um, uh, they did. They did one called "I Need a Dollar." Oh, I remember that song. I need a dollar. Oh, that, yeah, horrible. Uh, Just the way you are by Bruno Mars. Real no horrible. thank you. No. Uh, Winter Wonderland by Bing Crosby. Well. And and begging, begging you. Oh, really tough selection of songs that by our girls. Song is so draggy. It's just like <laughs> not dragging as in like dragging. It just drags like, you down. It just drags you down. <laughs> yeah, and Awful. then. Uh, th- those were our big three, and it's also worth noting. I just found this really fun one, uh, which was. You remember, you know, Clean Bandit, a very strange band. Yeah. They did, they when they were promoting that amazing song they did with Louisa Johnson from X Factor. I'll get over you, I'll get over you. Uh, whoa, tears on the ground, tears <laughs> on that. Yeah, okay. I knew we'd get there eventually. Got it. When they were doing, when they they came on to promote that song, they did a live lounge cover of "Work from Home" by Fifth Harmony, That's and I fun. just I actually urge people to genuinely listen to that because she sounds really really good, and it's like a really fun song. Now, I came up with a little game. Fun. <laughs> this is called the Lie Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to name a, a song, mm-hmm. um, a, music, a song and a musical artist, and then basically I'm going to give you an either-or option of who covered it in the Live Lounge. Okay. So your first song is a song that weirdly you and I have discussed heavily in the past three days. Promise this by Cheryl. Promise this if I die before I win. Promise me this. (laughs) So there's two, there's an either or here. One is is the live lounge. One is the lie lounge. Okay. So who covered Promise This in the live lounge? Mm -hmm. Was it Adele or was it Duffy? Hmm. It was Adele. Promise this. That was so, fun. 
So, like, genuinely, like, a beautiful and fun cover. I thought I'd start with that because that's a good one. We're about to get real weird, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TikTok by Kesha. Now, was this covered by, in the live lounge, strap yourself in for two of these. Well, one of these names is really going to blow your mind. Uh, TikTok by uh, Kesha. Was it covered in the live lounge by Avril Lavigne or Gabriella Chilmy? You remember her? A sweet about me. I... Nothing sweet about me. <laughs> I can hear Avril Lavigne singing it. I can imagine her doing it, but I'm going to go for Gab- Gabrielle Chilmy. <laughs> Words no one has uttered in many a year. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Grab my glasses out the door. I'm going to hit this city. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. The That's reason, pretty good. The reason I got so hysterical doing that is because Gabriella Chilmy was actually in the list of live lounge performers. So oh. I, that's why I threw her name in there. Because when I saw her name, I cackled out loud to myself and alone in my own flat saying, A sweet about me and nothing sweet about me. Now this one, actually, I'm not sure if this is a lie because I could not find the video to back this up. But... You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm a banger. I'm the best you can man. You walked away. It's yeah. not fair. Mm-hmm. Was that covered in the live lounge by Ella Henderson or Fly East? Ooh. Ella Henderson of... Cause my ghost. Going to the river to, to pray. Um, and flurryist of breakfast fame. I think Ella Henderson. It was bloody flurryist. Is it <laughs> queen, queen of the, the no sack sacks? Okay, uh, I've got a few more. Okay. Tell me if tell me if you're getting bored of these because I've got quite a few lined up. <laughs> this one's this one's really quite a favorite of mine. The song "Numb" by Linkin Park. Mm. Ah, become so numb now. Was this covered in the live lounge by Jamelia or Rachel Stevens? Oh, please, Ra- <laughs> One of them actually please, happened. Please, Rachel Stevens. <laughs> please, Rachel Stevens. I will say Jamelia's cover of Linkin Park's got a real touch of the Nancys about it. <laughs> I become so numb. <laughs> Okay, your favourite song. I know this is your favourite song. Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. I know that you love hearing it every time you got a night out. <laughs> this, is this covered by Emily Sande or Corin Bailey Ray? Corin Bailey Ray. Well, you know what? Girl, put your records on. Now, the reason I included that in the list is that I could only find one video on YouTube of Corinne Bailey Ray covering Sexy Back. You found the video. And describe what you can see in that video, because it's certainly not Corinne Bailey Ray singing. It was animated tiles popping up on the screen of different women who I'm assuming the uploader deems sexy. For example, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, Ben, every single person you saw in each tile was Jennifer Love Hewitt. It was all just Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) She's so versatile. You guys, this video exists on the internet. It's been viewed 29,499 times. Has eight comments. Corin Bailey Ray singing Sexy Back with multiple tiled images of Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's so good. I've never bothered to listen to this song all the way through till now. Never bothered. So uh, Jennifer you know Love Hewitt. So is it either, is it seeing JLH actually 
making them listen or is it Corinne Belly Ray, CBR's version of Sexy Back that's made them listen to the whole song yeah. or is it a combination of both of them together? CBR and JLH. Audiovisual. <laughs> Audiovisual. Did you, did you see the fear in my eyes yeah. as I tried to do those acronyms? Okay, and then finally, just to round it off, uh, We Will Rock You by Queen. Was that oh. covered by One Direction or covered by Dappy? Dappy. I hope it's Dappy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Radio One Live Lounge, legendary Brian May. I'm just about to do your song with you. We will rock you. <laughs> Gobsmacked. A but wild, like, not bad by Dappy. Really, a surprisingly not bad one. And we did hear this week that N-Dubs are going to get back together before the end of the year. Yeah. Which is something for us. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up, so when I think of BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge, I instantly think of some very specific covers. Mm-hmm. Will Young. Right. He did Don'tcha, and he also did Hey Ya. Those are two that came. We don't have to listen to no, them. No, but it's, it was like, when he did um, Don'tcha, it was like a real, like... <laughs> A gay, a gay male singer singing Don't You Wish Your Girlfriend Was Hot Like Me. Right. <laughs> it's like, it blew everyone's minds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to just do some honorable mentions to some names Lovely. that I just saw along the way. Yeah. We're now out of the, the Lie Lounge game. Okay. But just honorable mentions to some people's names. Just really, I think, because Live Lounge really had its peak at a very specific time that you and me were really dialed into music and the culture, that just these names, well, this name jumped out to me. Misha B., <laughs> she also did Beneath Your Beautiful by Labyrinth when she went on to the Live Lounge. Oh. Pixie Lot inexplicably has done the Live Lounge three different times. She's, she did. Uh, she's an artist. She well, you know, I don't recognize one of the songs. She did Forget You by CeeLo Green, and then Yuck. notably she covered When Love Takes Over, David Guetta and Kelly Rowland. Good one. Good Sold by one. that. Um, our girl of live it up fame, Talisa, she did Titanium. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, I saw that at some point, Mystique trotted their little, they clip-clopped their heels into the live lounge and did a cover of Clint Eastwood, that song by the Gorillas. But then most notably, they did a cover of 21 Seconds by the So Solid crew. Oh, that's fun. Really fun. Especially when you think about some of the stuff that came after. Yeah. However, when I tried to find the video of that, couldn't find anything, ended up just watching, uh, came up with the suggested re-watching the scandalous lip sync from Drag Race UK. I just, I watched that whole video and I genuinely, right. I'm not kidding you, I got goosebumps <laughs> when, when they were like doing the crescendo. It was like a little conversation. And you had Alicia like at the judges. She goes, come on, let's go. And I was like, literally the hairs on my arms like raised up. I was like, oh, this is how straight people feel about like Coldplay. Like, you know what I mean? Or like sports. The, 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 yeah. the, the fudge runners. The, the fudge the, packers versus the, the 69ers. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's a rough. That was a rough sports joke. That was that was some Carson Kressley level. It. You did it. <laughs> level Bunchbackers versus the Sixty Nine. You 69ers. were suddenly transported to the Drag Race panel. You're really just being like, I'm gonna go for the lowest yeah, common like denominator. Ru being like, Fraser York, are you interested in sports? <laughs> well, I don't know about you, Ru, but I'm a big fan of the Bunchbackers and the San Francisco Sixty Niners. <laughs> oh Lord. So that's really a, a big swath of information about the Radio 1 Live Lounge. I haven't got too much more. Very enjoyable. Obviously, you know, I I wanted to ask you, as a musical artist yourself, so you have to bear in mind, you know, I've asked you to do the Live Lounge, and you've obviously got to come in and do your original song, but then you're going to do your cover. So who would you, what would you cover? Because we have to be very, I haven't actually thought of this because I'm putting myself on the spot too, but we basically have to think of a song that we would never listen to that we would be able to cover pretty much. I mean, some of them are playing fast and loose with the with the theming, but like we can't go on there and you know we can't go on there and do don't you? 
can we? Mm-hmm. We can't do promise this. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what we've just released. This doesn't quite work with what you're saying, but it does like flip the script, as it were. Oh. Um, Papa don't preach. Oh, Rick is all about having a baby. I guess I just feel like doing a Madonna cover though. I know you can't be as a homosexual. Can't be a homo doing Madonna. It's hard to think of one specific oh, white male well, singer that we hate because there's so many. I would have to come in and do an Ollie Maz cover. Oh, okay. Like a soulful version of skip a beat. My heart just <laughs> skips a beat. <laughs> Incidentally, Ollie Maz has like a twenty different segment section on the live lounge oh. that bastard has been in there like a hundred times I, you got, like, I mean you gotta hand it to the x-factor kids they, <laughs> they they basically had to do live lounge on stage every week for x-factor so they're like they're fine right. i'm gonna mine's also gonna be visual mm. and mine's gonna be a, a whole like like a dita von Teese kind of like um um strip thing in a giant champagne glass to oasis champagne supernova <laughs> and it's gonna involve oh it's gonna involve champagne but also space with the supernovas right. at the end i'm just gonna like i'll go on board a rocket and just blast out of that studio a lot of money going into something that's really not considered a visual medium they do have youtube videos i guess but yeah. um i guess i'm trying to think of like what songs i hate truly just the most in life i guess what i have to do like a soulful cover of i would walk 500 miles but it wouldn't even be a soulful cover because against my style, it would I'd have to be doing like a pop version of I Would Walk 500 Miles. What about just like any song by the Beatles? <laughs> I want to do like the promise this version of a Beatles song. Let it be. Oh my God. Okay. Let wait, a wait a minute. Be. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. You're going to do Let It Be, but mashed up with Let You by Cheryl. <laughs> Let it be, let you, let you. <laughs> let it be, put your hands on my body. Every, every time. time. Let it be, let it be. Do you like how we don't know any of the rest of the song? Just let it be. <laughs> now, I fully have not thought about what the US equivalent of the live lounge would be. I know exactly what it is. Go for it. It's MTV Unplugged. <laughs> oh, God. Well, who's who, do, who does what on that? So give me a give me a famous couldn't think, example. I couldn't think of a single one because it was very much America, and I didn't have it in the U, in the UK. But it's where it's where major artists would go and really just show off their acoustic prowess. In fact, Shakira's career really took off after um, being an MTV Unplugged. Wow. Yeah. So, look, for example, MTV Unplugged BTS have performed "Fix You" by by Coldplay. Oh, oh my that... god! This is exactly this is exactly the live lunch. <laughs> Yeah, so there we are. We did it. So yeah, there you go. The US equivalent of the live lounge is MTV Unplugged. You're welcome. Wouldn't I believe your eyes? Ten million fireflies. Uh-oh, what's that noise? It's an update noise. I have a Latapas. Latapas. Latasca. I've got Latasca. <laughs> I've got Latasca update for you. Go for it. So I just, while we were talking about the live lounge, I, my mind did wander really quick because I was, I was worried about Latasca and I did find um, someone had Googled, does Latasca still exist? <laughs> restaurant brand Latasca has closed its last remaining <gasps> restaurant, bringing to an end its presence in the UK high street 28 years after <gasps> first launch. This is from October last year. So the first Latasca restaurant opened in Manchester in 1993 oh. and at its peak grew to an 80-strong chain. However... It would appear we were, we almost got it right. Tapas Revolution has taken over lots of 
the Latasca branches. I'm, I'm gonna. I won't believe that until I've tried that patatas bravas. And I have to say, <laughs> one thing that is is probably good, but very not in keeping with Latasca or, in fact, islands, is the fact that Tapas Revolution is run by an actual Spanish chef. Oh no, I don't. I, no, I, I don't accept that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> so there we are. I thought we'd just appreciate a little t- Latasca update. Oh, fuck. It's good to get kind of the breaking news. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, before we go, we're going to do a very quick game of Welcome, Not Welcome. That's we are. our game where we suggest very American or British things, and we say if they're welcome or not welcome, a.k.a. whether we like them or not. I actually have prepared some today. Only two. Let's go for it. Okay. Welcome or not welcome, cornbread. Oh, the the queen on season 14. Very, very welcome. Mm-hmm. And what Extremely about the food? welcome. I don't know if I've ever eaten cornbread. What? I know. That was me. Just That was the thunder just rumbling away. I know. It feels like a very me food. Oh my God. Cornbread is so delicious. Yeah. Often at, is it often at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like a, a sweet chunk maybe I of. Have, maybe I have had cornbread. I, a sweet I know chunk that of I yellowy like bread cake almost. Yeah. And you'd have it with your meal. Oh my God. It's really good. I know. I know that I like it even if I haven't had it. Okay. I mean. Welcome. Yeah. Absolutely welcome. Yeah. Um, I stole this one from TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome or not welcome, Americans saying, mm-hmm, at the end of a sentence. Now, for example... We've done this before. We haven't. Yes, we have. No, we haven't. So, for example, I'll say, you're an American. I'll say to you, where's the bathroom? You say, it's over there. And I'll it's... say, thank you. And you go, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I stole this from TikTok, okay. first of all. That's the most important thing. Okay. Yeah, and it's just—it's basically, it's just a very standard American greeting. If Say if you hold a door open for someone um, and they say thank you, yeah, the, the other person just kind of goes, mm-hmm. It's basically, it's very British to keep, to wanting to keep a conversation going and thank you, you're welcome, that's okay, goodbye, okay, mm-hmm. Whereas Americans just end it with a, mm-hmm. And it's polite. It seems very dismissive, but it's actually incredibly polite. Yeah, I, I hate it. It's like so when people say, it's like they say, pardon me, instead of excuse me, and you're like, uh, what? What have I done? And then they're like, mm-hmm. It's all very scary. Mm-hmm. These are the little minor things about living in this country that are very scary and, and leave, leave you feeling very unmoored. Not welcome. Not welcome. Not welcome. Welcome or not welcome, the phrase wacky backy. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about this a lot in the past. We had a little wacky backy last night, didn't we? We did. <laughs> wacky, a wacky backy gummy. So wacky backy in the UK in the 90s, I guess. We would, that's how we refer to weed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, it was wacky, a lot of... Wacky, wacky tobacco, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's wacky tobacco. Yeah. Of course. I think that's really fun. It kind of reminds me of, like, inexplicably, this children's place we used to go called Wally's Windmill, which was a children's <laughs> play area. But I feel like you'd have wacky backy at Wally's <laughs> Windmill. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Uh, my final one. Welcome or not welcome. The UK word hench to describe a person who's, like, big and muscly. Welcome. Very welcome. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't described someone as hench for a hench. while. A rugby player would be hench. Yeah, he's really fucking hench. Yeah, he's a right unit. Ooh, like a henchman. Yeah. Henchman. <laughs> Is that why it's called hench? Uh-oh. Holy <laughs> fucking henchman. shit. Henchman. 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 He's hench. He's a henchman. Maybe. I feel like Thomas Leonard in London's going to get in touch about that. He's going to have some sort of etymology take. <laughs> he, he's our he's etymology correspondent, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, my final one. What am I going to do for you? Welcome or not welcome. The phrase jumble sale. <laughs> oh, I love a jumble sale. <laughs> Can you describe to our listeners what a jumble sale is? Well, a jumble sale is just... what do they? Is it like a flea market here? It's kind of like a flea market. Or you would do... What would you do? Like a garage sale? Garage sale, yeah. garage sale. I never, I never remember if it's garage, garage or garage. Garage is is what we UK, say. And garage is garage. Here. Yeah. <laughs> garage. Yeah. A garage sale. Yeah, I think it's like, garage it's somewhere, sale. there's like a car boot sale. 
that's specifically out of your car boot. Yeah. But then a jumble, jumble sale, sale would be more of like, you, you'd have that, yeah, like maybe you'd set up a stall and just have a little jumble sale. Well, jumble sale at the local town hall. Yeah. Yeah. Set up some trestle tables. Everyone <laughs> just puts their shit on it and you go in and just go through the jumble, jumble of stuff. Sale. <laughs> jumble. Ooh. What do they call that here? Swap meet? No. No, swap meet is when you, you bring a specific thing. Like everyone brings an item, I think. Bring and buy sale. <laughs> Remember them? Cake and candy. Do you have a cake and candy? No. Who's that? Cake Who's that? Bring it. Wait, what was a bring and buy sale? That was from Blue that Peter. That was from Blue Peter. I can't remember. It was something about you bought a cake and then you had to buy something else. Cake and candy. That was fundraising things we did at our school. Right. Anyway. So that <laughs> is oh my God. what? Speaking of Tom Leonard, he sent me just the most amazing thing that felt very specifically oh, for me. Just so you know, first of all, he sent that to me and said, I don't know Fraser's number. I was like, I'm not his fucking, his fucking secretary. Okay. What was it he sent? <laughs> okay. Tom, Tom Leonard's getting a lot of airtime in this episode. <laughs> he sent me a great video from University Challenge back at home. And it was a round of questions where they were describing, they had to, <laughs> the answers were all Real Housewives franchises, but the questions were very like in-depth cerebral descriptions of the Fuck. city so it was like so <laughs> jerry paxman was literally like this is the home of like so-and-so's bridge the uh and the 15th century novelist blah, blah, blah. and it was like the real housewives of melbourne it was really good oh. it made me really happy i actually got two out of three right because obviously i'm so tuned into my my girls anyway that's us what an episode thank you for listening everyone please get in touch on instagram twitter email written reviewers yeah let us know what your live lounge cover would be oh yes <laughs> Very interested to know. Remember the rules. It has to be not the kind of song that you actually like. Yes. So I did Champagne Supernova. You did... What did you do again? I think I did I Would Walk 500 Miles. Yeah. When I wake up. So odd. Right. See you soon. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. I started thinking about doing Nancy, doing the proclaimers. And I would, <laughs> would walk 500 miles for you, Bill. Oh, I'm still recording. <laughs> You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps>